אז אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני הפך קדוש עם השאר בארץ המה. ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מכל חוכמה רבנו נחל מפגע בצמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן ואומן זכותם תגן עלינו וכל יסן אמן. בעזרת השם We're going to do a few lessons today, starting with Torah Rish, Yud Zayin, Torah 217. A very, very special lesson about Tammuz. Um, we're going to see lots of deep secrets here. Bezrat Hashem. Zichru Torah Moshe. As brought down at the end of Malachi. Zichru Torah Moshe, remember, be mindful of Moshe's Torah. Rashi Tevot Tammuz. If you take the first letters of that phrase, you have Zayin, Taf, and Mem. It makes them around. You have Tammuz. Chaser Vav, without the letter Vav. Tammuz is one of the months of the Jewish calendar. Um, uh, a month known that towards the end of Tammuz, we also have these three weeks of, of sorrow, etc. We're going to see lots of deep stuff here and lots of significant uh, events that happen during Tammuz. Um, and... Uh, Just note that there's lots of secrets about the petik with regard to this lesson. Um, so a person who merits to study this and to understand this lesson can really understand the depth behind the petik also, which um, took place on the 23rd of uh, Tammuz. So, Mizrat Hashem, look what Rabbanu says. So, Zichu Torah Moshe, take the first letter, you have Tammuz, and uh, it's missing the Vav, meaning you spell Tav Mem Zayin without the Vav in between the Mem and the Zayin. Because during the month of Tammuz, a person needs to draw down this concept of Zikaron, memory, in order to repair Shichecha, which is forgetfulness. Because during the month of Tammuz, this is whenever Shichecha, forgetfulness, came into existence. And what was the event that brought um, forgetfulness into existence? It was through the Luchot, the tablets, whenever they were broken. It was during the month of Tammuz, on Shiva Asar Tammuz, as we know. That um, Rabbeinu is telling us right now, that when the Luchot were broken, um, this is when exist, um, forgetfulness came into play. As the Chachamim say in the Gemara Erovin, If the first Luchot were not broken, they were not uh, shattered, then the Torah would never be forgotten from Am Yisrael. This is why Rabban was saying, here when we see Zichru Torah Moshe, remember the Torah Moshe, it's specifically hinting over there to the month of Tammuz because we have to bring down the remembrance. Why? Because Tammuz is lacking this Vav and drawing down this Vav is bringing down memory back into this concept of forgetfulness so that we don't fall into forgetfulness, God forbid. Ki me'achar, oh sorry, as we said above, this is why Tammuz is lacking above. Because by the fact that the Luchot were broken, this is when the Vav disappeared and vanished. Because the Luchot represent the letter Vav. That the tablets had a length of six. And a width of six, meaning that the essence of the tablet is this number six, which is the letter vav, the same which is the numerical value of the letter vav. So we see that when the luchot 
if if the luchot represent six and the luchot were broken, then six is broken. Uh, then sorry, the luchot represent the letter vav, as we just saw that the length and the width of it is the numerical value of vav. Then once the luchot were shattered, then the vav was also shattered, which means vav is missing from tamuz. Zman matan Rabenu also brings us another chidush. If you take the phrase zman matan the time of the giving of our Torah, take the first letter. You have zman matan zain mem tav. You have the same word Tammuz because during the month of Tammuz we were given the Luchot that during the month of Tammuz we were also given the Luchot and here too it's missing a Vav in the phrase that we just saw because um, during this month of Tammuz that's when the Luchot were broken even though Hashem brought it down Moshe broke the Luchot, and um, um, this is the aspect of the Vav. Only later, 40 days later, did we get the, the Luchot, the, the second Luchot. But um, this is, uh, <clears throat> the month of Tammuz represents forgetfulness, and this is why we need to draw down the letter Vav, which represents memory. Okay, Torah Reshutchet. That sometimes when there's a decree, decreed upon a person. Even though he can't see it, but his mazal, his constellation sees it, as it brought down the Maram Megillah. For this reason, this man wants to conceal himself. And it's for this reason why sometimes a person immediately has the urge to travel to a very distant place. This is in order to conceal himself. And even though he's not even conscious of this, he doesn't even know that he has a decree decreed upon him. Nonetheless, his soul knows this. This is why he has some sort of desire to travel to a different place, to conceal himself, um, because there's a decree on him. And he wants to conceal himself from this decree. And what do we know? The soul is soul's raton, as we saw, as we've seen many times. Um, as we've seen many different lessons, lesson uh, 66 also, we saw this idea. So, um, because the soul of this person sees this, he has this desire to travel to another place. And it, it's possible that sometimes when this person travels to that place, he becomes even more famous over there. And then, um, and then, God forbid, this decree can damage him even more. Um, and it's from this that a great tzaddik once passed away. That one time he wanted to travel to the land of Israel. And he himself knew this. That he wanted to conceal himself. And he traveled around the country. But he was very, he became very famous. And on the road to Israel, he, he passed away. As he was traveling to the land of Israel, when he was passing through different countries, people recognized him, and uh, um, people recognized him. Became more famous, and now the decree had even more harm. And then this tzaddik passed away on that road. Uh, this recently happened in our times as well. Hashem may God save us. Um, this is also a deep reason why Rabenu um, concealed himself on the way to Israel. Um, not necessarily because of decrees, but because he didn't want any fame to fall down into simplicity. 
And for many other reasons, we can't even begin to delve into. For we don't, we don't understand these secrets. Last Torah for today, Torah Reshutet. Betza Imrato, as it's brought down in Echa chapter 2. Betza Imrato, God executed His word. Biza Pufiradile. What is it brought down in the Midrash? He tore His royal robe. That God tore His royal robe. So let's see what this means. And this connection between executing His word and tearing His robe. It is certain that the Bet Amikdash, the temple, can't bear or endure God's honor and His majesty. Kemoshe Katuv is brought down in Melachim Aleph, in the first book of Melachim, chapter 8. Behold, the heavens and the highest of heavens can't contain you, God. How much less this house? Meaning the Bet HaMikdash. If we can say that the heavens can't even contain God, then all the more so a house, like a Bet HaMikdash, a temple can't even contain God. It's only because God loves Am Yisrael that God decided to contract and enclose Himself and His majesty in order to reside His divine presence within the temple, in order to reveal His kingship to the world. Just because he loves us. And this is what is brought down in Tehidim chapter 93. God is king. He wore ge- uh, lavesh. Sorry, ge'ut lavesh. He donned or he wore majesty. He wore pride. That it's as if we can say such a thing. That in order to reveal God's kingship, God contracted and enclosed himself. And his own majesty, so that um, we could take upon ourselves the yoke of God's kingship, so that we could we could uh, begin to accept God as king. God had to lower Himself for us. When Am Yisrael, the nation of Israel, sinned before Hashem, when we sinned, then um, as if we can say such a thing, God showed us and revealed to us His pride and His grandeur. And He did not want to enclose and contract His light anymore. And this is why the Bet HaMikdash was destroyed. Automatically once God did this. Because once God revealed His grandeur and didn't contract it anymore, the Bet HaMikdash was completely destroyed. It couldn't contain the light. And this is why it says in the verse that we saw in Echa, chapter 2, Bitsa Imrato, he executed his word. His word, sorry. Biza Porfiradile. What does it mean? He tore his royal robe. What is the connection? Shekarat Alevushalo, meaning God tore his garment, his enclosing. He tore that contraction that he did, that constriction of light. As we said above, that God, he enclosed. Um, he, he dons majesty. But what's lavesh? It means to enclose. He enclosed his majesty within this world into lower levels so that we can contain it. We can understand it. And this is why the temple was destroyed. That because he tore apart and he nullified his contraction and his garment, then the Bet HaMikdash can no longer contain and endure God's majesty and his Grandeur. Because as we said above in the verse <coughs> in Melachim that 
whether it's the heavens or the highest heavens, God can be contained. All the more so in the temple. Rabbi Nathan saying, I also heard in Rabbeinu's name with regard to the subject that we mentioned above, that God contracted and enclosed his grandeur in order to reveal his kingship. That Rabbeinu mentioned what he had said the previous day. Well, what we're just talking about, what he had said the previous day was the Torah we just mentioned above. And the idea is this, Rabbeinu expanded. That fear, which is an aspect of kingship, is an aspect of submissiveness, to nullify yourself. And this is what is brought down in Dvarim chapter 10. What is Hashem your God asking of you except for fear? That God, God is lowering Himself, as if to say, and asking from us to fear Him. Because as brought down the verse, Shoel Mimach, asking from you. This is God's submissiveness and His lowliness. Just like someone who's asking and seeking something from his friend. Which is an awesome idea. Because fear is an aspect of kingship. As brought down If not for the fear of, of uh, the government, of a kingship. Has brought down many, many different, in many different lessons. Torah 29, 56, 97, etc., etc. All these different lessons that speak about this. So we see that kingship is the aspect of poverty, of submissiveness. For there is no king without a nation. And this is the aspect of poverty. That it has nothing of its own. This is what kingship is. Has brought in other places as well. Because the trait of kingship has nothing um, from its own. Has nothing of its own. The only thing that kingship has is that, that which the world reveals from it. Because it's whenever the world reveals the trait of kingship, that kingship has something. Because as we said above, there's no king without a nation. So the second the king doesn't have a nation, there's no kingship anymore. So we see... Rabbeinu ties this full circle that the trait of kingship which is fear is an aspect of poverty and submissiveness this is why that during the time of the giving of the Torah that, that during this time God wanted to reveal his kingship and his fear to us God actually sub, he, he subdued himself almost before us, he requested us from us that we accept his kingship. And God made us many promises. You shall be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation, etc., etc. That all these promises that God made to us were an aspect of submissiveness. And all of this submissiveness was in order to reveal his kingship and his fear. It says in Shemot chapter 20, in order that the fear of Him, of God, be on your faces. Because all of this was for the, was because of fear. Which is the aspect of kingship. Because God lowers Himself in order to reveal His kingship. And this is God is King. He donned majesty. 
Hashem Malach, God is king. As is brought down in the verse. What does that mean? Meaning, God wanted to reveal his malach, which is his malachuto, his kingship. And then what happens? He wants to reveal his kingship. He donned majesty. Because in order to reveal God's kingship, what did he need to do? He needed to contract and to enclose himself and his majesty and to lower himself as if to say, as if we can say such a thing. Which is an amazing thing because we see this verse um, we see this phrase in the, in the, in the words of the Chachamim, that Then the place of God's greatness, we see His humility. That because God is so great, we see how humble He is and what He's doing. As we literally see through this lesson. Gam Shamati, Rabbi Nathan says, I also heard in Rabbenu's name. The Rabbenu said to a certain preacher some sort of words. He said some um, um, gripping words at the time. That he was speaking to some sort of darshan, a certain person who gives over lessons, and who was at his table at the time. And Rabbeinu told him, Bitsa Imrato. That what is Bitsa Imrato? He executed his word. His word. That this man is saying Torah for money and for profit. That Rabban was telling this person that Bitsa your, your Amarot, your, 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 um, your sayings, your teachings are for Betsa, are for profit. Bitsa comes from Betsa, has the same root as Betsa, which is profit for money. Meaning the reason why you teach Torah is for money. It means you have ulterior motives. Odme and similar to what we said above. Shamati Bishmo, I also heard in his name. Shamara Pasuk that he said on the verse. Uh, it's brought down in Yirmiyah chapter 23. God says in Yirmiyah, can a, man, can a man hide in a hidden place and I not see him? As a rhetorical question, obviously, because God can see anyone. Rabbanu explains this verse that when a person lowers himself, God too lowers himself. But when a person, God forbid, becomes prideful and great in himself, then God too also shows off his grandeur and his pride. And this is what it says, Can a man hide in hidden places? Meaning when a person lowers himself into concealed and lower places, meaning a person conceals and lowers himself into humility, into lowliness. Then what happens? How does it finish off the verse? And I not see him? Question mark. Rhetorically, obviously. But what is this idea? That I also show myself in the aspect of law. That I sh- that God's saying, I show myself to this person who lowers himself. That I will show myself to him in the aspect of law. Law means not. Nothingness. Meaning what? God shows himself to this person in the aspect of humility and ayn, nothingness. Lo, which means not. Ephes, to be for not. Which is the aspect of humility and loneliness. As we mentioned above. That's it for today. May we truly apply these words, attain true humility. Um, to draw down memory as we saw in the first lesson. And also not, God forbid, to become too famous to... Uh, mitigated decrees that are upon us, God willing.